Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome oh. to the Hat Chat Podcast, episode 78, with your chill hosts today, Chris Trott. Oh. Um, Raw Zombie. Alex Smith, that was um, John. John Wood. John Woodboard. John Woodburn. Cockburn. Woodburn. Wood, that was, wood, it was cock, very nice. Cock, I like that. They it sounded like provided... some real instruments in there as well. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, I think we have a rule you shouldn't be using real instruments. Right. <laughs> it's got to be done yeah, on an iPad. Yeah. Um, mm. Thanks, John Woodburn. That is not the first one they've sent to us. Um, mm. And it won't be the last. Right, John Woodburn? Because you're very good at it. Thank you. Um, right, while Ross struggles with his... Sorry, he's dog, loud. He's being loud. He's being very yeah. loud today. Uh, let's introduce the hatchet for anyone that hasn't listened to us before. What do we do here, Alex Smith? Why would they listen to three white men <laughs> talk inane opinions well, about things? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we're we're a podcast that talks for about 40 minutes every Friday. Um, we talk about some hypothetical things that our online user base has sent us, asked us. Um, and yeah, it, it, I mean, it gets pretty heavy sometimes. It can get pretty political. We're all pretty, pretty lefty, even though I don't really think it's very helpful to call oneself left or right anymore. Um, but Categories. yeah, I mean, if you're new to it, you'll probably notice that we're 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 pretty lefty whilst also being self-employed entrepreneurial in some ways living in the self-styled socialist shithole of bristol um but come watch and listen to us we we put this on uh youtube uh we are in um youtube.com slash hatch podcast is it yeah um and uh it's also available ad free um and if you support us on patreon uh you get to answer ask us questions via the hypothetical polls um and also have access to an ad free version of this uh it was also broadcast live on twitch tv slash hat films every friday from 2 p.m uh uk time so uh, today, much promo yeah it's a lot of promo for something that, that they would have to listen to first Exactly. So well, they might have being tuned here. in, but they may have yeah. just tuned in. You're yeah. right. Yeah, he did. It, it's a great question. A brief it's like what we're talking about and why we do mm-hmm. it. But the hypothetical is a big one. That's what we usually do the mm. first half of our podcast about. So I go on Patreon. I put three options for crazy, thought-provoking, or silly questions that just get a conversation started, and then Patreon decides mm-hmm. which ones are the best. 
and they have decided this week on the following, if you wouldn't mind. Well, then, oh. Sorry, there's another addendum. And then me and Ross make it about Harry Potter somehow. We somehow turn it, to Harry Potter. it always uh, comes yeah. back around to Harry Potter, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's always important to try and find the funny. Sometimes we don't find the funny. And no. It gets dark and serious. It does get dark. And but that's like, the yeah, question. fault. try to steer it to the funny. It's important yeah. to go that way. It, it is. is true. In which case... Patreon question number one. What is something popular now? But everyone will look back at five years from now and think is stupid and embarrassing. Um, NFTs? I think so. I think I think I NFTs. Know. I really still don't. I don't understand them I enough. Do. Now, to when you even say NFTs, really, yeah, non fungible tokens in and of themselves are literally just a unique token, right? Sure. They don't have might... to be associated with this current trend, which is right. artwork is specifically an NFT, right? Yeah. And people are getting art. And then they're claiming it as theirs. And that's mine because I've got the NFT non-fungible token associated with that. That's my art. I bought it. That's the current trend, absolutely, that I think is going to be embarrassing in five years from now when they spent like 50 grand on a pixelated monkey. It depends, yeah. What is it? I don't don't know what. I don't. I just don't get it. I think that's it. Maybe maybe in five years time it'll be really become really clear and really obvious and it'll be you know every game we play it's just like but right now it's a concept I don't fully understand or enjoy or like the idea of but um, yeah. it seems like that it could die it could pop um, it's the it's the it's the bro the culture will. around it, the crypto bro culture around like I don't know if you've yeah. seen like I don't like the culture guys, like, but my bored ape image is like okay. Spent 5K on a JPEG. So so I I think the most sensible and most safe way to think about it, you know, without making some sweeping statement that'll make you look like an idiot in five years, as I said, there's always that risk. I think it's to say that it's become an asset class. You know, it's become a thing that Mm. you can spend money on, much like stocks and shares, much like crypto, um, although crypto also has the use of being a currency in and of itself rather than just its speculative value, even though the majority of people who hold crypto still are into it for its speculative value, i.e. how much you could potentially make in cash from holding it and selling it in the future. That's speculation. Um, But they're not thinking of it as, I need this to make transactions, I need this to buy things, which is really the most important thing that crypto needs to do to make that leap from speculative use. Um, Anyway, and then other assets like gold and silver and things like that. Ultimately, people will always, I think, hold these different and cash and you know dollars pounds things like that we'll always hold these things in some form over the next over the foreseeable future for me you know i'm talking like 20 30 years um like i think that people will hold those in different amounts however like with all of these things it's about how much everyone trusts and believes in that asset right whether or not everyone participates in like how much gold and silver is being bought and sold and held how many pounds how many dollars are being used where are they existing right i think that crypto gold and silver and and sterling and currency holds more value and can garner more belief than owning than proving you can own a picture of a monkey right like because art you know art portrait art and things like that is used as an asset and an investment is in the same way and and you could argue that nfts are the same thing but they are paintings that you are holding for future you know like a, a monet or whatever um and and in some ways it's been used to say that so like art oh this is a way to own digital art this is a way to own the monet of the future the picasso of the future but like you say it's mainly but i don't think people have sold it when crypto was starting to become a thing people were excited about crypto 
people were interested people wanted to know more about it the vast majority of people i've spoken to or heard about in nfts are like this is so dumb and that's all it takes you know for example gold and silver silver is used more in manufacturing than gold is and platinum even more still i think Uh, however people hear gold they think gold gold has been historically trusted you know there's a cultural appreciation for that asset so really it's about making a good decision and right now i'm in the same boat as you guys i think nfts are a strange concept i don't think they're going to be in their current form particularly popular like trot says if it gets used and adapted into something else some other system using Mm. maybe so i don't (laughs) want to write it off but the tech is good the ape thing (laughs) yeah the ape thing's dumb and i think it's embarrassing yeah the NFT, like you say it's damaging the value Mm -hmm. of uh what cryptocurrency could be by having essentially rich people like throwing around their money and claiming that they own a picture i think that damages the idea of what cryptocurrency actually is which is beyond just like i own this image you could right click save as and more about you can make transactions and have a ledger which proves you made that transaction happen and it's decentralized and on the surface of it that's like not going through a government is not going through a private company it's it's proven to have happened by a network of uh ledgers and computers mm-hmm. saying that yes this is a legit transaction and it's mm-hmm. uh, non-trackable as well or is yeah, decentralization is great yeah absolutely like decentralization like, of things like this are our governments going to allow cryptocurrency ultimately like at the moment there's control have, this is the thing it's not there's no they have no control over it. they can they can say it's banned as in you can you can stop purchases i think but then ultimately well no, you can stop mining i think in like china stopped it i believe and then they just moved all their servers elsewhere so because it's yeah decentralized you can stop it i think india are trying to stop it as well um I'm sure you they'll could, try. You could make sure it a crime try. to trade in it, but then, like Ross says, it's incredibly yeah. hard to track trades across networks. You'd have to have to a level of yeah. surveillance, um, or admit to a level of surveillance, rather, because you know I'm almost certain. Like I say, GCHQ, our our, our home intelligence services had a f- and probably still do have a full tank monitoring system as in mm. every piece of information that throws flows through the major fiber optic networks of the uk goes through their servers now that's a gigantic amount of information and very very difficult to process um so you know there is still some an- anonymity in the crowd mm-hmm. uh however it's um yeah, ultimately, they'd have to admit to to being able to spy on you beyond how they would man- monitor, you know, a crypto network. They'd yeah. have to do it through via your well, browser or through your phone, exactly. like working out what you're doing. And at that but, point, I mean, you need crypto. <laughs> at that point, yeah. you need crypto because your yeah. government is so authoritarian. That, this is the thing. Like, this yeah. is what makes it so transparent what the government's like agendas are essentially is look how quickly they the uptake of digital currency was mm-hmm. it was super fast to get chip and pin to make it as easy as possible to have traceable online purchases using your yeah. bank account and make it as quick and easy as possible like near field communication mm-hmm. uh, just double tap on your phone and yeah every, every bank now has a digital version of your card so that you can do it easier than getting cash out because we can't trace cash as easily so you know put it all on your phone have it all on a a online bank account in fact yeah let's let all these online banks exist because we can trace them too because they're just essentially like mastercard versions of (laughs) the same thing um i they're all traceable right they're all trackable Mm -hmm. 
by the government. They know where all the money is going now, and mm -hmm. it's a lot easier than ever to make small transactions using your phone, yeah. send someone something like bank transfer, mm -hmm. than it is to like get some money out of an ATM and then distribute <laughs> without the government yeah. knowing where that money's going. So You can yeah. track wallets, individual wallets, and the amounts that have gone in and out of them, but you can't. I don't know if it's easy to track who owns that wallet right yeah because there was a time there was uh it was a coin that literally rocketed and some guy basically managed to turn what was eight thousand dollars into five billion dollars oh my god and then they were like holy shit this, is, this account is like loaded now but also that's a risk because that coin now has one person has a All huge it, percentage yeah. of that um specific token and then when they started trying to take out tens of millions they started tracing where those where that was coming from but yeah, they don't know who did it. They can't necessarily ask an individual. But yeah, imagine that five billion, and you're like, "What the fuck? How you you can't?" And just trying to take that out would take a long time. And yeah, I think that it would devalue by the time you actually manage to get out most of it. But it's kind of taking out tens uh, of millions. But the, at like, time. that's an example, though. Like, right? So, like, market. This is where you can't get too confused with like the value of decentralization versus its role in like a fairer society. It's not. <laughs> It could be argued that it's not necessarily, you know, has a role. Like decentralization is great because it it empowers. It doesn't really empower, but it doesn't it doesn't empower the bad guys either. You know, this is I think that's the most important thing about decentralization is that it it allows it almost allows it to be unbiased. It allows it to be um, much harder to manipulate. You know, uh, and in a way, democratizes it. But at the same time, it can like market forces aren't really democratic like so so you know, like you're saying like in that situation where that person becomes the major holder of a currency mm. and ultimately if they cashed it all out or held on to all of it they would have such a degree of sort of leverage and power yeah. over the rest of the market that they are you know essentially the market or those who hold the coin are subservient in a way or at the at the at the back and you know they could manipulate the price of the currency to to you know impoverish people or, or whatever there's all sorts of crazy things you could do in that situation and because it's decentralized and because it doesn't have you know bank level regulations or or, or, or government level regulation it can be abused because mm. like i say market forces don't care about people they aren't socialized constructs even if it's decentralized it's not like a socialized construct it's a still a wave that everyone's trying to ride as an ocean everyone's trying to stay on top of and and so yeah there, these are other things to consider and that, and that's also the things to consider like that's becoming more and more it's really interesting i think really culturally interesting mm -hmm. because the left has always been associated with shit like this and like social ideas and like silicon valley and things like that you know very progressive every, progression and progressive you know is the opposite to conservatism you know where you know they don't they want to conserve traditions they want to conserve things they want to that's what we think but really the left and progression and all that sort of stuff taking massive risks and creating really strange new systems that we have no idea of the impact of you know social media for example is a great um example of that and so it is important and to maintain a level how business ahead. can exploit it and actually make it yeah, a damaging yeah. thing um yeah it's, it's the other remarkable. thing about crypto i think which has you know current currency with going through a bank there's a level mm. of safety and protection that those banks offer for example you know if something was to happen to my lloyd's bank account some like weird transaction were to happen without my knowledge i could 
or the fraud team would a stop it, try and block it uh, mm -hmm. automatically, and then I could also just call up somebody and say I did not make that transaction, and I can prove as so, and they can yeah, also yeah, just reinvest yeah, you're alone that money if you back. Lose your ledger, <laughs> and yeah. like there's yeah. a level of protection. Yeah. Like imagine. You know, everything is on you at this point with your wallet. Like, if you lose that or someone takes it somehow, um, mm. that's it. Like, there is no one you can yep. go to to say, uh, can I get reimbursed? Is there insurance for this? Or, you know, I guess there would be, like, third-party insurance, like, will protect your digital wallet or whatever and reimburse you the amount. But it's just going to be a bit of a Wild West, I think, until there's some, like, proper structure yeah. on how to be mm. safe with your crypto i feel like it's going to be so easy to lose it <laughs> yeah oh yeah definitely it's just like imagine like i think i said this to a friend of mine who has uh, quite a sizable amount of crypto i said well what, what happens if you die suddenly and like you just have this anonymous kind of like account yeah, somewhere that no one has access to you've just that all that money is going nowhere else so that's it loses value other, I, that's the other issue with i guess redistribution of wealth is it's, it's just it's, it's just gone I don't know yeah, what, where it's Yeah, that's true. That. It doesn't redistribute. It's just stuck in the system. Yeah, that's a big um, problem. So that's um, a concern, I guess. That's but a really guess good if point. You can, if you alert your solicitor enough, with, we'll give them all the details, and that's what you would do anyway with other details, I guess you would give them. I've not actually made a will, so maybe I should Well, that's the thing. Like, There's someone. still <laughs> things in place where that money that you have would not just wither and die. There yeah. would be like the bank that owns that money would then have access yeah. to it in some form. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, it is. There's a lot of flaws, and also obviously the environmental impact right now with the way cryptocurrency works. That's one of those big damaging like uh, opinions on yeah. crypto. As soon as people talk about crypto, it's like, oh, the thing that makes people's computers like run really hot and is damaging yeah. the environment, along with is it those stupid monkey picture things that yeah. everyone's buying well, like the JPEGs? Is, there's a race, isn't there? There's a race to try and make something that's um, efficient. Rather yeah. than like the older coins, such as the yeah, like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and stuff like, where they are high energy use, like they just are the transactions. You know, it, it costs yeah. a lot. Um, so yeah, when a coin comes out that's like actually going to be energy efficient as well, that's more interesting and probably more valuable. But I don't yeah, know. I think so. There's, there's so many different cryptocurrencies out there as well. It's just a bloody minefield. And they're but, all vying um, to be the next big thing. NFTs just confuse me, but that's I just, maybe I haven't read enough about them. Um, but I feel like, yeah, it does right now seem odd just because the concept is quite laughable just because it's like, well, everyone's like, oh, right click, I've saved, I've got it as well. You spent 5k on it, lol. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. It's, even I, if that's not maybe, the truth. Maybe it will grow to be this amazing thing or be adapted to a yeah. usable format for the average person. But it's when there's games like FIFA saying they're going to start utilizing it. It's just like... God, imagine being a little kid and just like wanting a player and some fuckers bought it for like 10 grand or something. Like, what is the point in playing this game? <laughs> like, at that stage, you're just like, fuck this. You basically put it in an auction uh, house. People are really like game. that with it as is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's just like, yeah, it gets shit. I think at the moment it's dangerous and to like commit for a big company like EA to commit to something like in, in its current state to say that NFTs are the future and we're going to have NFTs in our or whatever mm. is. I think dangerous marketing and also yeah they're clearly trying to exploit the the profits to be made off of it like it's very obvious why they're introducing such a thing into the game it's not to have a better gaming experience for the end user <laughs> it's to no. like oh i see profit potential here so i'm going to exploit the shit out of that um and the user base so yeah 
pretty weird, well, isn't it? Are there any yeah. other things that we think could be are popular now? So I saw some people in chat saying TikTok, but I mean, it might survive the test. I mean, maybe the thing is TikTok is all sorts of different things. It's not just the dancing. I mean, the dancing is pretty cringe at times, but like, um, <laughs> I, don't, a lot I mean, of shit anyway, on social I think, media. Uh, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. Like, Everything becomes cringy And also if it encourages people to get time. active, I don't, honestly, I genuinely think that's not a bad idea. It just might look a bit stupid or you might walk past someone doing it. Like, well, that's fucking dumb to see in real life, but fuck it. Um, yeah. But in five uh, years, I don't, it might have adapted to be this mega platform. I mean, it's already huge. It's huge. It? It's one of the biggest it's a huge platforms. Platform. It's the platform now. right now. Yeah. It's it's um, yeah. It's the biggest social media platform, I think, uh, for yeah. younger generations at least. Um, so it's, it's a case of them, yeah, growing further and adapting that that more. I don't think necessarily that will be considered stupid and embarrassing. I think Maybe there's a some, lot of imp- some stuff that it's like YouTube. That you go yeah. back, there's people do stupid stuff Harlem and it's shake. embarrassing. But um, the content, the, the stupid trends, will be embarrassing. Like yeah. there's a I lot mean, there of are, TikTok trends which are embarrassing. Uh, yeah. There um, are loads, and also some just yeah, like uh, there's always in the news like some like people getting banned from schools because of doing random TikTok things or challenges that just are dangerous or blown in the toilet. Stupid, yeah, yeah. So I don't know anything else. I think that's just humans being stupid said, um, and having a platform to show the stupidity and getting praise for it. I think as long as that exists, it's not really the platform that's doing it. It's the fact that <laughs> they got an audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, and are being praised for it and celebrated. Um, Why is popular? That's now? always that's... there's always going to be embarrassing, cringy shit in the human yeah. race because that's what we do. Especially well, people spending like silly money on uh, Pokemon cards as well. Is that like? But that's always been a thing, I guess. In terms, <laughs> yeah. of the it's the same been, stuff. Like, it's just it's the same kind of concept as the NFT yeah. thing and stuff. It's kind of like people have put a value to something, and then everyone's like, going, "Why have you spent so much on a piece of card?" But people put value to it, so yeah. Do you think anti-vaxxing is going to be embarrassing in five years? It's embarrassing now. I'd like to think so. <laughs> uh, yes, it's embarrassing now. It's not something that's like it's, okay yeah. now. It's it's shit now. Yeah, um, um, uh, yeah. I don't know what because like my life is of... an embarrassment, so it's hard to see. <laughs> Your life is an embarrassment. No, no. I we do I stupid shit now, so in our videos. I do a lot of stupid mm. shit in our videos, and mm. I could say the next day that, that, oh, God, I could be embarrassed by that. But at the same time, I'm just like, there's nothing I, I find that embarrassing, really. It's just more like, well, it's no. not something I do. Each to their own. Maybe so, yeah, I don't know, really. Like, obviously, things change over time, but I'm just trying to think of what's popular now. That, yeah. Because obviously, I think, I think that then. our mindsets might change. I think that sometimes, yeah. I, I think about the way that I thought about something um, a few years ago. And I mean, I don't mean necessarily like, you know, anti-problematic shit, you know, like, oh, I won't make those jokes anymore, you know, all that stuff. I mean, actually, perhaps even the other way, you know, like sometimes I over-process and I overthink about things. Uh, and, you know, like over, I, I try to be too sensitive or I try to be... I don't know other other shit, and and then you're just like, man, no, I probably have really overthought this, or I really, you know, it's the classic thing of like trying to trying to rep someone or something or an idea, and then you realise like they don't, that person or that idea doesn't need you know protecting or your say or your opinion, um, and then you feel afterwards you're like, no, fuck, no, of course not, like you know, it's almost like uh, you trying know, to ter- do the right thing, but it's like yeah, yeah, going too hard exactly. on it. 
Yeah. yeah and then you realize a few years later you're like oh god yeah that was a bit much or something like i, I think yeah. that everyone feels like that that's just change that's just progress um that's growth I, yeah. I suppose. if you're embarrassed in five years about something you did in the past you have grown as a person yeah <laughs> and, exactly. Uh, exactly or at least society has moved away from the cringy thing that they were doing five years ago then no longer yeah, doing yeah. awkward tiktok dances they've moved forward and have found a new thing to embarrass everyone with so yeah, yeah there is it yeah, it's quite hard, think- especially when we, we talk all the time online. It yeah. must be hard. It's, it's the one thing I worry about is like being hypocritical, which is it probably does mm. happen where we, say, where we say one thing and then, you know, do the other. Or eventually you're actually on board with the idea. Like, you know, because I have, I have crypto and stuff. I've never really slagged crypto off, but I think we have collectively like either poo-pooed the idea, but then have also, like when 2017, when, it, when we first kind of in, were introduced to it, we were like quite excited by the idea. Yeah, also, we know, yeah, we, yeah. We, once you learn yeah. more, you can kind of. I was excited by NFTs as well. I was talking about the idea like how was interesting, wasn't it? Art. This this is like another revenue stream for artists that struggle in their field, and and it but, really could be used for that too. But like Ross says, have. it's just been picked up by it like hasn't. crypto bros <laughs> yeah. who are just the most yeah. cringy motherfuckers in the world. And and I'm glad that it's becoming recognised because I see quite a few of them on Twitter and stuff. Um, and it's just like, oh god, this guy is really cringing me out and of YouTube honestly, gaming I, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like constantly talking about it yeah Fwiz. yeah he's yeah. um ex call of duty pro oh, yeah those people are moving to youtube gaming well big twitch people are being bought off <laughs> to move over there but i find it such a yeah, hard platform to kind of jump into because i think if unless unless you're already subscribed to somebody i just find it, it's just like a a wall of so it's just a top list that's of why best, i originally best of and it's yeah yeah i don't know that's why i originally got out of crypto when we originally got into 2017 like i was just a bit intimidated by it all and i was like this isn't i don't understand this enough to risk like what i'm doing um and and nowadays i kind of i think i like you know i have a small amount of money in crypto like you know a few hundred quid um and just because it's interesting to learn about you know like this other financial market you know like, like especially yeah. at our age where we were well these two have now already uh, bought houses um but like you know you start thinking Always about those crypto. things and, and you start not yeah i mean you, but you start engaging bros. more with like financial things right you know like, like i think it's like the most likely time for a person to get into stock trading is like in their late 20s to early 30s and and that's especially nowadays with retail apps and things i think it's just personally something that's quite interesting at the moment um, well that's a good point about retail apps because like when we first tried to do it it was a pain in the ass trying to even like buy any crypto we were like going through various like websites and wallets and stuff and it reminds me of the time duncan uh, lost a hard drive with three or four bitcoin on oh my never god never got that back really? that's just gone yeah it might be more than that that hard drive is probably worth for, for, more yeah very tiny car. amount of money that's so painful <laughs> that's like yeah that guy could buy a house and, and like money. trot said earlier that's the risks of crypto that's yeah. the fucking risks of it like yeah. it, it, it it's no one to call lost. up to say can i get like a new wallet please <laughs> no, yeah. it's gone. but going back to what we were saying about and this kind of segues into the have we had an ad break yet uh, uh we should have one though uh, it's a great time now. so okay. we'll see you in a moment obviously if you're on patreon you won't get this ad so we'll see you in a moment. Um, welcome back. Sorry about welcome that. Welcome back. That's fine. It's a necessary so the second, evil. 
the second hypothetical here is kind of something I want to blend into an idea that I had a minute ago. Okay. Um, are there any unwritten rules where you work? If so, what are they? And I say where you work, I suppose they mean like us, I presume. That's why how, I, how I put it work. in. Yeah, because yeah. obviously I'm scrawling and trawling through the internet mm-hmm. looking for really interesting hypothetical questions to pose every week. Right. And this one okay. came up and I was like, yeah, maybe there are some unwritten rules of being a content creator slash well, influencer. What that giant list? Have we already exhausted those? Oh, we've exhausted that, yeah. Really? Oh, wow. It's My just God. crap ones left. Two. I'm looking for good <clears throat> ones or trying to right, gold okay. ones. Um, but pretty... no, what, what I wanted to say was uh, earlier on, just before we went back onto the crypto, Ross was saying about like um, being a hypocrite, right? Uh, and and like worried that you're a hypocrite. I mean, I think that in, in a way filters in with the old imposter syndrome as well is, is the other one. They kind of are bedfellows, I think, in a way. Um, no, I was thinking sometimes I think about like how we think and how we see things and you know whether be they work related or life related or whatever and and i think especially because like we've during the pandemic we've been just like doing a lot of interacting with each other digitally right like every day like three hours a day at least we're talking directly to each other and not really direct as well but you know i mean like like we are essentially our outside experience of each other right so like like we this is the social the meeting your work friends or the whatever element of our life a lot of the time and it makes me realize when i talk to other people be it my family or friends or whatever that we have quite a specific way of thinking and doing things that actually we all share and actually isn't much like what a lot of people think sometimes you know as in like we all think i think we approach or see ideas or challenges in similar ways a lot of the time which is what you'd expect from three people that have spent that amount of time interacting with each other um and it's quite do you notice that do you notice that when you speak to people other people or your family or do do you feel a bit like i don't know it's very strange to think i speak to other people for one uh, uh, but yeah sometimes but again like it's entirely the same in my opinion like when i speak to parents or like brother they're in their little ecosystem that hasn't really shifted that much since i last spoke to them and there is a, a level of difference there that i've come to accept that they are willing to know as much about my opinions and things as they can be bothered to learn and the rest they are not going to be bothered to try to understand um if that's what you mean i'm not sure what you think yeah, t- what you're trying to get at do you mean as in like you talk differently to us because like our opinions are leftist ways or? No, i think i think that because i've got used to understanding the way that you both interpret things i expect other people to think like that more often than they do oh, i think right, I you know like as in like I'll do or think a certain way about something and just expect other people around me to think like that. But or like really, COVID or like, um, yeah, to an thing. extent. I mean, COVID is one of them. Definitely. You know, like, like sometimes I have to think like, you know, how much, like how much am I letting this like oppress me? You know, because frankly at the moment in the last few years, I felt like I'm just waiting for it to be over in terms of like putting 
lot of the bigger things off you know like like you know we're not we're not doing our big trips are we we're not doing yeah, our yeah. many of our we've done quite a few good projects recently to be fair mm. we've actually managed to get some stuff done but um that's taken like, some time you know, to get there though it feels um, you know like we're yeah. still kind of in limbo a little bit um, it does yeah well we went from daily content mm. on the main channel like yeah every day doing stuff constantly coming up with new ideas creativity like that was it's intense but like it was a flow that we kind of kind of got down to a, a an art to a degree mm. we kind of got on with it and we cracked on and then for that to just suddenly stop and then there's a huge gap in between a bit of uncertainty yeah it's a bit um it's a bit a bit odd so yeah it's, it's, it's knowing when to get into that same flow like we've done well with the twitch stuff i think that's that's kind of been a a great safety blanket in that in that degree but I do miss doing that other stuff because, yeah, like you, like you say, like I don't know when it's whether it's safe to go to a certain place or like, is it going to be just bogged down by uh, a lot of safety procedures because we we just want to get on and do stuff, right? Like um, how how unsafe are we, you know, or how I safe know, are yeah. we, you know? Like it's really hard to judge. You're like because mm. like and sometimes I some think people like, don't oh, give a shit. shit at all. Yeah, exactly. Like like it's like sometimes I think oh that was a bit risky today. Like oh man, I want to get out of this supermarket because it's super busy. You know, like yeah. I, I still think like that. Like I'm real. Whilst other people have you know been having to go to work on a fucking crowded bus every single day and they've still managed to dodge it. You know, or like it hasn't yeah, and it hasn't yeah. affected them. You and see where this polarization comes from because you're thinking like that and thinking look at all these reckless people being so reckless and like they're just getting away with it and then we're making assumptions about them saying like they must be doubling down because every time they go out and not getting covid they're reinforcing their own beliefs that that everything's fine it's not as bad as everyone's making out to be yeah Um, whereas i imagine from their perspective it's just a case of look at these guys just like isolating themselves all the time not doing anything mm. they are like yeah. withering away uh when they could be out here like rejoining society and enjoying themselves mm-hmm. a bit more yeah like are um, we are yeah. we wasting they're already know, vaccinated what are we worried yeah. about yeah yeah to be fair because yeah. yeah there's been points where i've been like oh like you know like in reality it's like it's almost like you kind of look at like a footballer's career in the sense of like oh yeah. how long do they they're only active for a certain period of time like is that this yeah. I, we don't know like i mean obviously yeah, yeah. you look at other creators they they are they do go on for a very long time but it's just like is that gap of time wasted yeah well, exactly. we try to make the most of it where we can but like yeah is there opportunities that we've missed out on because of it but oh certainly like, like we said before it's kind of like we can't we, we can't really linger on that as much as no it doesn't help my anxieties do linger on it i don't yeah, want to think yeah. about that and you just look to the future and be like what can we do and yeah make it yeah. work but yeah. um I don't know if that's gone off the point of what you were originally saying. No, I mean, no, um, it's, it's good to, like, that's interesting. Like, but, I, yeah. I think, um, no, for sure. I, that is in part, like, that is definitely an element of it. Like, COVID's one thing. I think that that's mm. not all things. I think that, yeah. like, I also think that, you, you know, I'm always trying to appreciate, like, how how different, like, we have things sometimes, you know? Like, yeah. how uh, how... Yeah, like it's been almost 10 years now and just We're trying to, to remember to a degree huh because when you're talking about your friends there and talking to them i yeah. don't talk about what we do here as mm. in because i just don't it, it's I, it's a different way of working right it's a very strange yeah i don't know it's very bizarre like i don't know people what people are sitting there watching us right now exactly <laughs> that's and, like and a we, strange um, yeah. thing to think about we have this strange um, life and, and what i mean is like that that essentially 
gives like we all have a certain lens right everybody has a certain lens that they see life through and that lens is is shaped by their experiences it's shaped by their obligations it's shaped by their interests you know all these things and and like we have a strange lens we have an unusual lens i think and that then changes your feelings about things your ideas about things it gives us like we have a lot of time to just think about things i think like we have more time probably than than we would have had working Mm. in a nine to five um and so like is you know how indulgent is my thinking is what i'm trying to get to like you know how like we like talking about crazy shit we we worry about certain things at the same rate you know like we all have similar feelings and concerns about similar issues um and then when you go and talk to people who've had a completely different life for the last 10 years or whatever and trying to see their concerns their worries sometimes yeah i i I guess like going back to originally what you're saying about like and this question are there any unwritten rules like i think the, the unwritten rules are the way we think and mm. the way that like our priorities you know and like well we have an audience to consider mm, right yes. when we say stuff we know that we what we have what we say has an impact on a group of people and like obviously sometimes yeah we'll, we'll say we'll speak our mind and stuff but i think it's, it's important to be careful about what you say online you see people just saying whatever i've got no filter it doesn't matter it's just like i think you should have some filter like i mean <laughs> i think it's important to kind of think about what you're saying and yeah. know that it has an impact to people and I think not that's... be offensive for no good reason or you know a lot of what we do is uh supposed to be done in jest and when mm. we do say yeah. stuff that's outrageous it's normally done in a jokey way Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, it's, 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 those are things we consider as an unwritten rule, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider it active, though. I wouldn't consider us like no. constantly thinking, oh, should I say that no. in front of people or shouldn't I? It's more it's become the way we are through yeah. just naturally being in front of an audience. We've mediated our uh, the way we speak and the way we interact with each other and our audience over mm-hmm. 10 years of just subconsciously considering like the responses we're getting and how we're reacting to each other is shaping the way we interact now Mm -hmm. and also Mm -hmm. like yeah that's probably made us a very unique lens on the world and our opinions and when that suddenly is taken out of its little bubble of performing on camera to a youtube audience or twitch audience to interact with someone else that's done a nine to five or has a, a regular quote mark job um, or has a regular life and a different kind of career that's a bit more obvious then yeah mm. you, you suddenly realize the stark contrast of the way we live it's a privileged yeah. life really yeah but it's also no, a very very indulged like smith says yeah we've thought about everything and how to like not piss off as much many people as we possibly can and take on board everyone's opinions try and like figure out which opinions are correct and incorrect all the time um mm-hmm. mediate yeah. us like are we incorrect sometimes and change that when that's not most people's problems on a day-to-day like them going mm. to work and doing their job and coming back home again they don't have to wrestle with that um but they have to wrestle yeah. with so many other problems obviously that i'm mm. not saying that we got a hard job here but we have a lot of philosophical conundrums on a daily basis <laughs> about existence and how to interact with people online specifically so it's not even like the real world even mm. it's like talking to people through text chat with like all the tone and all the body language removed you're taking yeah, a lot of like totally. 
yeah, it's it's a bizarre. This, this is actually something. This is actually that's interesting. But that that is definitely something that I've spoken to friends and family about, like specifically about things like gender issues and things like that as well. You know, like the the environment, like the online environment is. Well, at least in the online elements, of the online environment that we interact, and in. I know there are like many different communities within the online environment. But for me, at least, the ones that I've seen us, we're very like we're trying to be. I would say progressive. I mean, I'm not saying that like we're like the the priests of of woke or something like that, you know. But like you meet people who are genuinely going through stuff, and you try to understand what they're going through, and then you're like shit no human beings can like i've learned something else about human beings and like what they can be and and like for example you know like trans issues and stuff like that in in larp in terms of people transitioning or people identifying differently and it doesn't it, it goes from being what a lot of people see as like a headline or an article about like oh woke mob trying to get rid of christmas to like no this is just a person that it has a very complicated existence and they're trying to work that out in in their own way and they're just kind of asking you to give them a little bit of space whilst they do that in the form of you know calling them a preferred pronoun or some shit like that and you're just like sure like that's no worries and that's all it takes Mm -hmm. and for me that's quite nice that's a bit of a gift to exist in a space like that um and it frustrates me when I have to it talk to people who exist don't exist everywhere, though. Yeah, exactly. Who've never been through that, and I get it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I try to be patient. You know, like you haven't had the time, or you haven't had the space, or the correct friendships, the or whatever. Free time that we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about but, it for three hours on a stream every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other unwritten rule as well. Like in terms of like, I think we agreed quite a while ago that it's quite easy to burn out. It really is, like, in this industry. We've been lucky to have, like, a, like a group of us to actually kind of discuss this stuff. There are people yeah. who, who just stop, will just stop making content because, yeah, it gets a bit much. Yeah. Whereas we're like, okay, because, yeah, it goes back to, like, what is a normal job? What is a normal job? Like, hours and stuff. And when someone's like, oh, man, you, you just do a nine to five. You should be making, you just stream all day long, do it, like, till whatever. And people don't really appreciate that you talk to the same people for like 10 hours a day or something, you would go nuts or you run out of things to talk about. Yeah. Like, so we try and keep it in hot, but well, I say burst. I mean, three hours is a good amount of time. I think, um, mm-hmm. uh, we try to keep it within a period of time. That's reasonable for, for three people to keep things still interesting for the audience as well. So that's mm-hmm. kind of an unwritten rule. Well, it's not really written anyway, but, um, it's something We're that we definitely agreed on. We've been like, that should work for us. Cause if we do too much, we're just either going to get, just no content because we've all i mean we we cycle through the same conversations all the time i mean sometimes we try and make it different but like yeah it happens but you don't go 10 years talking to the same people without um trying to you know keep it fresh so yeah that's one something one thing we try to do and and there's the other tricky quandary i find of our reward mechanism is also our job <laughs> like, yeah, I, right. I, yeah. I yeah, find that one tricky where I'm one. like yeah. I spent three hours playing games mm. and what do I fancy doing this evening or what would I like to do this evening probably play this game and and so you kind of like you fo- like you Should find I stream that game because yeah that yeah yeah money, yeah exactly but and you're like no, you have to have a separate a whole or, of my like, I love this thing this but one. I know I couldn't stream <laughs> yeah. it you know like I love this game but I know it's nothing it's not entertaining to watch or whatever like yeah. that like yeah. And that's really fucky because, yeah, everything you do, 
and then everything just has to be fun as well you know like like oh no, it doesn't sound fun yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah or, or worth lots of money and you're just like you 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 it is hard i find it hard definitely to like balance like reward and uh, endeavor you know like that mm-hmm. is tricky in what we do really tricky um yeah true but i mean that's a whole other basket of questions but yeah mm. the, the, when you do what you love you don't work a day in your life however you don't work yeah. a day in your life <laughs> but that like but yeah, yeah there's a guilt attached to that as well like, yeah, like we exactly. were talking about talking to our friends and stuff it's like you don't really want i'd like you know there were times when we were you mm. know flying all over the place doing crazy stuff and i just didn't talk to anyone about it even my family mm. i just didn't you can't can you and it's because it's just like i feel like a dickhead talking about it yeah like there's no stopping that you just like who who are you talking to? and so that's why it's good talking to you guys because you have a shared experience and other yeah, people in the office yeah. as well yeah. it's like it's good that we have a network so i feel bad for anyone who literally does all of this stuff alone. on their own and then yeah. it's just like no probably a mental mess at the end yeah. of it like let's mm-hmm. be honest like we've met some people who are a mess mm-hmm. and i think so that's contributed to it yeah. where they've they've literally ridden on their own ego and that's that that only goes so far yeah uh so eventually they burn out and then yeah it's, you can literally you know, build they've got money empire. sure but that's not that's not that's not everything money it's is not, not everything yeah, it's not um, and yeah um, that you can tell like it's the same ethos of like billionaires where the the higher you cr- build your empire the more you distance yourself from actual reality like you mm. can build an empire from a bedroom now and have people revere you and worship you like some sort of deity having never met any of them and having left the bedroom to enter the real world again. Um, so imagine the sort of picture you could paint of like, well, everyone must love me. And I, I am yeah. like, I just ask for stuff and I get it and I can buy whatever I want. That sort of person meeting someone else on the street that's like trying to just live on a day-to-day basis, <laughs> living by uh, the monthly paychecks. Yeah. yeah in a few years of just being isolated in a bedroom having covid but like gaining two million subs of people that love you yeah it'd be a huge disconnect from reality i think mm-hmm. so we kind of kept ourselves in check but there's still like you say we've crafted a, a unique lens for ourselves in these 10 years of being content creators um, and sometimes you you see that when you speak to regular regular people yeah ego is everywhere in in this industry and it's just it's just sickening and boring at this stage like being some people who just clearly aren't down to earth and when you do meet someone down to earth it's really refreshing and nice it's like oh man this person's not what i expect them to be it's really nice i'm glad that they haven't let it affect them and yeah it's quite rare to be honest like from from our experience but that is refreshing and nice and yeah it's a weird one it's a very strange world yeah. But it's an ongoing Although, process as well yeah. like as is, we're yeah. as we're getting older we we change and we bring on new opinions and our thoughts change as we go so we kind of have to like rethink things on a daily basis or on a monthly basis of like is everything what are we what's happening <laughs> what, yeah. what's our next steps uh yeah but we've, mm. we've figured it out for 10 years so far plus yeah so, yeah. yeah doing all right yeah, it's pretty remarkable. So thanks, everybody, for supporting us. Well, know, yeah. Thanks uh, thanks today for listening to this podcast. Um, yeah. Our patrons in particular, we thank you for making this a weekly occurrence now. It's mm-hmm. been very fun to do it every week, actually. I think we've yeah. we've been doing well. Trot's been doing well, sending out the hypotheticals and stuff and uh, keeping us all together. Ross has been putting it together afterwards and stuff. It's, yeah, been very good. So thank you very much for everyone uh, for supporting this. 
Uh, we are going to be back on Monday on the Jingle Jam live yeah, stream. That's right. um, We're recording this we in the midst be... of a charity drive. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing a charity drive. Uh, what time are we starting on Monday? Do you guys know? Five. Oh, PM, I think it I starts believe. at five, but we'll want to get. We're going just five to, to eleven. Up. Is that Probably. what we're doing? Yeah, that's the normal time, and obviously, if it overruns a little yeah. bit, that's normally fine. Okay, um, so if you no, I haven't this... heard since, but there might be an appearance from the longest Johns. Oh, yeah, I haven't heard about that. I guess we'll we'll oh. see. We'll find out at the time, yeah. but mm. otherwise, we'll make it work with uh, the stuff we've got. Uh, so if, you, uh, if you're listening later than uh, December 6th, uh, check that out on, uh, yeah. I guess, a Jingle Jam highlights or something yeah. at some point. We'll put, yeah, we'll put it on, on our channel. channel as well. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll leave you with John Woodburn's full fingal. And until next week, have a good one. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.